everyone. Art Valerio. Today, uh, as a special guest, I have Ashley Lowe. She is a uh, 20-something, and um, we're going to find out a little bit about what brings her or what keeps her in Edmonton, uh, what uh, things um, she's been doing over the last uh, few years, and uh, what direction she's going in. Hi, Ashley. Nice to have you on the show today. Hi there. So, Happy to be here. Well, that's great. Great. Thanks for uh, for agreeing to be a guest. I just thought that um, your opinion as a as a twenty something um, in terms of what Edmonton's about, and maybe and maybe what most twenty year olds in Canada are thinking about is important to uh, to our listeners. Okay. So uh, so why don't we start by just list a brief description about yourself and uh, and what you're doing. So I'm a. Uh, 20-something-year-old university student. I'm in uh, about my third, third, fourth year here of university, uh, pursuing a psychology degree, and I live on the west end of the city uh, with a couple of roommates, and I am also a waitress at a restaurant, and that's probably it. Okay, so what are you studying in university? I'm pursuing a degree in psychology, the minor in English, actually. Okay, so um, is that um, sort of um, something that is your passion, or is it uh, is it money driven, or what sort of a is it about careers? What is it about? Is or is it about studying? Um, I really like. Well, I kind of had a, a couple like career crises as I was going through school in terms of what I wanted to do and what I wanted to study and pursue. Um, I really like psychology and the courses were the ones that I enjoyed the most. So I decided to put kind of all my eggs in one basket with that one and pursue a psychology degree. Um, I'm not fully committed to staying in psychology career wise. Oftentimes with psychology, there's more uh, schooling afterwards. I'm kind of at the point where I'm ready to graduate and kind of move on to the next chapter. Um, not completely sure what that is exactly. Um, but yeah, for me, pursuing school was definitely more about doing something that I liked as opposed to something that I could guarantee was going to have a paycheck at the end. So. Well, that's okay. So so something that um uh that is that's important and I think is interesting to 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 everyone is um what motivates a 20-year-old? Is it money? Is it is it what are they most passionate about? Is it career? Is it family? What's, yeah. what's your what's um, your position on that? My take on it is definitely, I think I'm passionate about a lot of things. Obviously, I'm not the 20-some-year-old who has a whole life planned out and knows exactly, you know, what um, tax bracket they're going to be in by what age, <laughs> but uh, I'm hopeful for the future in that aspect. Um, I'm excited to travel. I'm very excited to get out of school and hopefully start, you know, looking for jobs. There's a lot out there that I don't think... Um, is publicized a ton or that I know about. I'm kind of prepared to find things I don't even know about yet. Um, but travels up there, having a family is definitely kind of uh, a ways out. I'm getting married in the summer, so that changes well, things congratulations. a congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. <laughs> so, yeah. I kind of knew that, but that's <laughs> nice of you to mention it. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. I'm most excited to travel, obviously, pursuing some kind of career and sorting that all out after I graduate is kind of where we're at after that. So are you prepared to do whatever it takes to earn the money to travel? Absolutely. Or are you, oh okay, okay. That's, I think so, yeah. That's a fair that's a fair statement. Yep. I think, you know yeah, I don't have again, right right now where I'm sitting, my career goals are a little bit um 
a little bit ambiguous, but I do know that traveling is going to be a big part of the future for me. Um, so, yeah. So money doesn't really motivate you in terms of it's actually what money can can do for you that motivates you to earn it is absolutely that, okay. i mean i can picture a lifestyle and i have pictured a lifestyle that i i plan to be in or hope to be in yeah um so it's definitely a driving factor for that sake but mm -hmm. i think definitely the utility of money is the main concern here okay as opposed to generations especially compared to generations ahead of me i think uh, things like travel and you know things, so experiences that you can gain with okay them. so so like in the past in the past, you know, the sort of the Canadian value system was to some degree, um, it was to some degree it revolved around, you know, uh, you want to get a great job, you want to have a decent income, you want to own your own home. Um, where does owning a home fit in for the for the twenty year olds? I think definitely owning a home is um, it's in the goal list for sure. Um, when I talk about traveling. Like traveling is something I'll always do and I'll always be committed to like, you know, um, yeah, doing. Mm -hmm. um, owning a home is one of the goals that's on there, but it's one that's uh, so a you waste down. There's other things that so I'm prioritizing before owning a home. Yes, it's still something that's being saved for and like considered and stuff. So it's but, not uh, the top of the list is no. what you're saying. Definitely. When I think of my, so my parents, for example, yeah, yeah. where it was like you said, yeah. I'll, uh, you know, get married, have kids, right. get a house, get a job. Yeah. Um, I think that my uh, future and my goals are a little bit more expansive than that. So would you say that most 20-year-olds are not thinking that purchasing a home as soon as possible and paying off a mortgage is a priority? I would definitely say that. I think even myself, um, even myself considering saving for a home where I'm at right now, which is something that I am doing, there's a lot of people my age or older than me who it's not even not even been a thought remotely. Because if you think about even the number of uh, young people or people under the age of even 24 who still live at home, um, they there's a huge portion that are still living at home versus people who are even actually living yeah, on their own right. and renting. No, no, absolutely. And then to think about people who are saving for their own homes, that's just... So are you are you part of the millennial uh, generation? Is that is that sort of how... You're classified according to, to the government statistics and so on. And I probably get grouped in there. Okay. Um, I think I'm on the younger side, but yeah. So when you're when you're trying to make decisions on how to sp how to spend your money, are you making decisions based on annual income or affordability on a monthly basis? Generally speaking. Um, for myself, just because I'm a student, my income isn't consistent. Um. It's just not dependable. I'm not making a salary wage. Um, it's definitely more on the month to month. So, so the, maybe that's an unfair question. Maybe, maybe what I'm trying to ask is, um, um, if you're if you're trying to make a decision on something that's m maybe more of a luxury for yourself, is it about how much it costs or how much, uh, how much inevitably the final cost is, or is it about whether you can afford it on a month to month basis? Interesting. Um. I think that's a tough question because it depends what it is. Yeah. Um, if you're talking about, again, so if you're talking about a mortgage versus a car payment, yep. for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's use car as the example. I know a lot of people who are my age and have financed cars for a long time. Um, 
that's not something that I would consider for many, many years okay. just because it's not worth it to me. No, to, it's not your thing, right? Yeah. But but you might but you might borrow some money uh, that you can affordably pay back to travel, for instance, because you said sure. traveling is important to you. Yep. So, and even if you put that in the context of school, that's exactly what I'm doing, right? Okay. All right. So so long term debt doesn't really concern you. Um nope, doesn't scare me. I think yeah. it's all about picking and choosing in terms of so yeah. would you say, generally speaking, that your friends and people in your age group are not thinking about housing um, on a long-term basis um, overall? I would say that, yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't think there, so, there's many people who are... So what are, what are some of the things that worry a 20-year-old or a 20-something these years? Of course, you're not just 20, but <laughs> or, uh, that, uh, that would, uh, would be sort of top of mind worrisome issues um so my own financial stability is definitely one on a personal level so what do you mean you know whether you have enough money to to sort of make payments every day and live every day yeah um, or the future financial i think it's both so it's okay. one is um obviously being a student i've got a little bit of debt now and uh being in the service industry currently you know that can be a little bit flexible also and like more you know long term looking at what I'm going to end up with for a career and what the future is going to look like financially okay. for me, meeting yep, yep, up yep. with lifestyle okay. goals. Yep, yep, yep. Um, <laughs> well, this, is then, a li- this is a live show. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, we talked about or, uh, the economy is, you know, a big one, where Alberta is sitting in terms of the economy because that's starting well, what, to be a real concern. For, what worries you about the economy? What worries you about it specifically? Just if you were to pick one thing, what is it that worries you about the economy? Mm-mm. I mean, to pick one thing is difficult. I don't know. I feel like it's difficult for me to be specific about the economy. Uh, economic issues in terms of, you know, the province is a concern that has newly been brought to my attention as an 18-year-old living at home who, you know, is doing things that are fun and not having to think so much about the future that's not something that's going to be on my plate whereas now it's something that i'm starting to think about more so you're worried um, about jobs you worry about your future about spending about all this money in university and not having a, mm-hmm. a defined career to oh, yeah. with job a, concerns are okay. a big one for sure okay um again i work i'm working technically at a minimum wage job right now yeah. so the short-term concern is there how do you feel about the minimum wage do you think it should be higher or should or is it i think it never should have gone up actually and i'm probably why do you say that the only person who makes minimum wage is going to say that um i think when minimum wage went up basically um as a server minimum wage went up and then they increased Okay, so if you weren't making minimum wage and you were yeah. slightly above it, yeah. and then yeah. minimum wage went up to the point that you were making it, yeah. basically everyone below you got a pay or pay raise except for you, oh. and then inflation went up, right? So okay. although yeah, you're yeah, making makes... more money, especially being in the service industry, the way it works with what we tip and everything, um, I think you're actually making slightly less money because you're, yeah, the way it comp- you get compensated differently and you take into consideration inflation for everything else. So, so for you, it's been a negative thing. I think so. Yeah. So you've made? Have you made? Would you say you've made less money because because uh, the minimum wage has gone up, or just potentially? Again, if we're comparing, so I make part of my wage in tips and part in like actual right, right um, paycheck wage. So the wage goes up. Basically, the People. tip out that I have oh. to do at the end gets oh, changed goes. too. Oh. And then you think about the fact that um, inflation is going up because everybody who has minimum wage. Uh, 
Right. You know, obviously those places are raising prices and stuff. So. But have people started to tip less because minimum wage was reduced or That's was increased? That's also another thing. So I would argue that people have started tipping less because restaurants upped the prices when minimum wage went up, oh, making bills more expensive. So A, people are going out less, and then B... Um, once you realize it costs $100 for two people to go out, have a couple drinks, an appetizer, and two entrees, you're like already concerned about the fact the bill's so heavy. So you're yeah, not gonna, no, no, that's, you know, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So why Edmonton? Why are you here? Is it something, is it a place that you have family? Is it a place that you love? What's, what's the, what makes you stay here? Uh, so my family's from here. I've been here my whole life. Um, so that's how I got here. Um, never left just because, again, family here. Ended up going to school here, and the university is a good place to be. Um, so that worked out well for me. My long-term goals eventually will be to leave Edmonton, at least for a brief period. But I can definitely see myself coming back in terms of having a family. I don't think I'd want to be anywhere else. Well, that's an interesting so, point. So. Yeah. After and I, have you done some traveling up until now? Some have you been different places in the world? Yeah, I've done a little bit of traveling, nothing too crazy, but so based on whatever you've experienced, you still at this point, Edmonton's a place you want to raise your family. Yep, that's interesting. That's Again, interesting. Well, it's a especially if, home, right? Well, no, I no, I heart. get that. No, no, I'm I'm just asking. You know, I get that. I get that. It's. It's actually quite refreshing to hear, um, you know, that uh, that your that your goal is to raise your family in this city, which uh, which I believe to be one of the best cities in Canada. But mm-hmm. uh, again, that's uh, you know that's a personal opinion, and everybody has their opinion about what they like the most. Mm-hmm. So, um, tell me a little bit about um, what you see happening as far as Edmonton is concerned in the future. Do you see it? Like, what's your What's your opinion of what's going on economically? Um, so, I mean, I think, I think I can generalize this to Alberta, but I think the economy has not been doing super well in the last little bit. And you've obviously seen that in the housing market. I know that due to my little bit of experience kind of in, in real estate. Mm-hmm. Um, we know the housing market's not doing very well. For someone my age, ideally, if I was ready to buy a home, this would be a perfect time for me to be yeah, buying well, a home, which would be good. But let's let's forget the housing market. Let's talk about... Let's talk about how the economy affects you as a young person. Okay. Does it does it affect you? Is it something that you're concerned with? Is it something that um, that you wake up uh, every day thinking about? Um, I definitely. Um, it's something I definitely have to be thinking more and more about. Obviously, as a mature individual who's starting to think more about their future, I'm kind of at a transition age where a few years ago wouldn't be on my plate at all, and now it is. Um, so in terms of, yeah, real concerns, um, you know, having a career and think, like thinking about things like taxing and, um, jobs and job availability and, you know, that all that is, um, really what I'm worried about because those are the things that are going to be affecting me the most in the next little bit of my life here. So, yeah. Well, that's, that's an interesting, um, position because most people don't actually think about the economy until it starts to affect them on a personal level and um, I would think that eventually the economy is going to have a bigger impact on decision making Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not sure if you've thought of it that way 
right? Mm-hmm. But yet you still see Edmonton as as the future for yourself and potentially your family moving forward. Yeah, I, I mean, so. I mean your own family, not your existing family, of course. So, um, tell me what you're excited about in terms of Edmonton. Well, in terms of anything. Anything? Yeah, because it's not just about Edmonton. You know, it's about the people in Edmonton, and it's about. Um, it's about who each individual is and what uh, and what they think. Yeah. Um, what am I excited about? Um, <clears throat> well, I mean, I'm excited to travel, so I'm excited to leave Edmonton, which is getting away <laughs> which, from the point a little bit. Which works as well. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm excited about lots of things. Like I said, uh, we talked about how I'm getting married, so oh, that's yeah, exciting. Yeah, yeah, you're you're engaged to be married. Well, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I am. Um, so I'm excited about all those things. Um, so how do you pay for a wedding? Like, how do I pay for a wedding? Yeah, these days. How that's do you, a good question. That's, <laughs> so. One, you eat uh, cheap food. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, again, working as a waitress, that's uh, kind of my shortcut to making a lot of money in a short period of time. So, so, so is it a big wedding? Are you planning a big wedding, a small wedding? What's, uh, it's going to be about 120 people. Wow, that sounds big to me. Is that big? Is that a big wedding by well, today's standards? Depends. What, again, depends what you think is big. I know people who've had 300 person. Wow, wedding, so. wow, that's a lot of people. Exactly. That's so. a, that's a lot of money. So do you? So is it something that you have to save for for quite a long time to to sort of have happen or? Um. Yes and no. I think that the way me and my fiance are going about it is very. Um, you know, picky. We pick the things that we want that we think add value to what we basically are valuable to us versus what are like what things aren't and what we're willing to cut. Um, I've definitely been saving money for large purchases, whether it was going to be a house or a wedding or whatever came first for a little while now. Um, my boyfriend is a few years ahead of me, so he's in a career now. He actually works for the Alberta Teachers Retirement Fund. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's been saving as well, and he's a little bit ahead, so he's got some more money to contribute to that. But uh, yeah, we're actually getting married in the mountains, so wow, that, that kind of changes things a little bit. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's uh, that's great to hear, and uh, I hope it. I'm sure it's going to go fantastically. <laughs> I think so. And you'll only be married for maybe a hundred years. Maybe. 100. Yeah. So that, that <laughs> that'll work. So well, it's it's very interesting to talk to you and hear your opinions about things. Let, let, let's let's sort of move on to another topic that's sort of top of mind these days. And um, how do you feel about war, the potential of war, and how it might affect you? How does it affect you individually? You know, all this stuff with Iran that's been going on and so on. Not to say that uh, it's escalating to that, but do you think about that? Um, to be honest, it's one of those topics that seems very overwhelming. Um, politics is one of those things, in my opinion, that the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. Um, so, honestly, it's a overwhelming topic that stresses me out and scares me a little bit, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I'm lucky in the sense that I haven't had to think about a lot of those concerns as like to this point. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's scary. It's scary to think about you know, the future and what that could mean for us and preparing for that is difficult because, um, how do you, how do you prepare you, for do, that? Yeah, we've never, exactly. yeah, we've never experienced that. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. But you think about it and do you yep. think, uh, for the most part, your friends in sort of the same age group that every, that they're thinking about it? 
Yeah, yes and no. I think that there's a good split in terms of young people. There's a lot of very, very motivated young people who are in the uh, political scene and they're paying attention to what's happening on a global scale. And then there's a good mix of people who also couldn't care at all right. and are kind of just yep. chugging along Makes with sense. Um, tunnel vision in terms of you know yep. what concerns them in their lives. So. so just one other item or one other topic I'd like to get your opinion on, and that's, you know, the environment. Let's talk, let's talk about the, the environment. environment. The environment. So, how does um, uh, how does recent events in terms of the environment, um, you know, uh, carbon tax, uh, um, you know, the, the Paris Accord, all the, all those things? Do you think about that? Do you have an opinion about it? How does it affect your decision making on a day to day basis, or does it? I think that the environment is obviously a very um, big concern and should be for a lot of people um, paying attention to sustainability and what you know again moving from being a young person moving from everything is about me to you know what is actually going on on a global scale what's going on beyond me and, and bigger issues is a big thing um, obviously being sustainable paying attention paying attention to the, the environment um, you know, making good choices on a day-to-day basis is something that is very important to me and, you know, trying to keep that in mind on a small scale is important. In terms of the bigger stuff, again, it's split up between, um, you know, some of these topics. There's just so many that it's hard to be versed in kind of, you know, the pros and cons and benefits and having a really um, diversified and good opinion about everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think young people are obviously very motivated when it comes to the environment. They're very, like, they're starting to be very aggressive. You look at people, um, like the girl from, she from Sweden? I can't remember her name. I never yeah. remember her Oh, name. yes, 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 yes. I know who you're speaking about. Um, yeah. <clears throat> who, uh, you know, represents basically the young people of today who are kind of pushing for a lot of change in a very aggressive, in-your-face way. Mm-hmm. So I think it's admirable to see some of that happen, but at the same time, being a you know, 20-something who's not just paying attention to young people who are saying there's these global issues, me, 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 but also paying attention to both sides and trying to be critical of everything that you're hearing. So It's very difficult. Yeah, no, no, I can see that. So do you, how do you feel about the baby boomers who just <laughs> kind of ignored the whole environment and kind of created the mess, which, of course, I'm part of. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough because I think that do you hold do you hold them uh, sort sort of do you hold them responsible are you, are you are you angry with them um, I mean to a certain extent at the same time though it's hard to I'm getting to a, an age where it's I'm realizing things aren't black and white and you can't classify an entire group together again to classify me as a like no nothing millennial who spends their you know 23 hours a day on their phone would not be fair just the same way you can't say all like True. you know baby yeah. boomers no, no. are people who yep. are just you know ready yep. to kill the world for and extract everything they could from it so i don't know it's it's tough because yes i think that you know humanity probably should have been more concerned with the sustainability of resources a long time ago um you know when you look at the reasonings behind that and economics and all this other stuff it becomes a very messy messy situation and conversation so I know there's a lot of young people who are, again, the whole, like, okay, boomer movement, where we're making fun yeah. of boomers just for being boomers. <laughs> um, well, we couldn't pick when we were going to be born, but it wasn't a bad time to be born. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that's right. So, well, that's interesting because um, I know that um, 
guilt is a motivator uh, amongst the baby boomer generation. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is creating change. Mm -hmm. But inevitably, uh, the damage that's been done has to be corrected by, I believe, the young people as we move forward. And, you know, how how do you do that? Still have a sustainable economy Mm -hmm. and... um, and and more importantly, a lifestyle that's that uh, that uh, that you want. I mean, I think blending all those things together is going to be difficult because it's about what what everybody's willing to give up. It seems oh, like absolutely. moving forward. Yep. So, and I so, definitely think like the if you look at the shift of even the last like ten or twenty years, how many people prioritize the environment and how many people prioritize making conscious, sustainable decisions yeah. above you know the luxuries of their lifestyle. That's drastically changing. There's way more people who are pushing for, you know, ethical, sustainable. I keep saying that word. Yep. Those sorts no, of no, things. No, no, I get it. Yeah, no. So that's... I think that's starting to shift, right? I think people are starting to see. And I think you're right. I think you're change. right, and I think it's it's happening right across every segment uh, of the population and <laughs> and every and every age group because yeah. if uh, if you weren't thinking about it as a millennial, or sorry, as a baby boomer. Your children are certainly making sure that you're thinking about exactly. it, uh, thinking about uh, it now. as they're as they're growing up, because mm-hmm. uh, the future is uh, is about uh, is about uh, the young people and and change. I think if I could put one label on what the future looks like, I think it looks like big change. Does it? I think so. Yeah. Like uh, good change or bad change? I think we could see a little bit of both, but I think that the initiative for change it's usually coming from a positive place, and the environment is one example. Again, we've seen a lot of push. Granted, like with any kind of political, social movement, you're going to see some, you know, not so great sides of it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that the people caring about it and people putting, you know, a positive foot forward and getting others to think about it um, has been has been good so far. So just as long as we can turn things around before the globe supposedly implodes in whatever year they're saying it's going to now. <laughs> I don't want to think about that too hard. <laughs> I don't want to think about it at all, actually, but... You know that's very very well put, and uh, and Ashley, I've really enjoyed talking with you today about uh, subjects that you know we don't we rarely get an opportunity to talk to young people about on a on a more um, sort of um, open uh, open discussion platform. And yep. uh, thanks very much for joining our show, and uh, we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thank you very much. I'm happy. When I'm all in